video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Jess, Craig and Andy here this week. Hello. Hello. And we're feeling the love. We're recording this episode on Valentine's Day and so included in this week will be a returning previous feature, Pure Dead Love. Love is in the air. Stay tuned for that. In this week's episode, we're going to talk Switch sales, Hogwarts Legacy, Wanted Dead and of course we'll be reviewing the latest episode of The Last of Us. HBO TV series. A little plea from me this week to ask if you can give us a wee share on the old socials so more people come and listen to the show. Share the love. That's what it's all about. We're teetering at just under 10k on Twitter and we'd love to hit that next milestone if you can help us out. That's pretty decent. That's all, thanks. Well, it will be once we hit it. <laughs> I know. But at, at the moment, give a follow. Teetering on the edge of 10,000 is still pretty decent, surely. That's true. That's true, but it's it's, it's that that's the milestone. Mm, Ten thousand. Right. Making up after that. Almost greatness doesn't count. <laughs> Second place doesn't cut nah, it. Not here for silver fucking medals. No. Nah. All about that platinum. Well, don't don't. <laughs> we'll come on to that for the issue. For the fucking issue. How are we this week? Yeah, aye. It's been quite. I don't know. What's happened? Oh, just, I'm an idiot. Just You're an idiot. idiot. Uh, I feel well, like we all do that. you just learned this? I, just, I feel like it's been quite a busy week. Is this, uh, this better not involve Greg's <clears throat> this story again? No, I've had no, I've no, 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 uh, no issues with Greg's lately. No. No, he did bring me one of their Valentine's donuts, though. They got Valentine's donuts? Yeah. Yeah. I went in and they had a two-pack and it said it was for Valentine's Day and I was like, that'll do me. <laughs> What a romantic. I like I'm back going, great, I do not. <laughs> While I'm here. <laughs> it's a good way to pass off a Greg strip, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Aye. No, I, I went on to a Teams call at work and did the Mario voice by mistake last... Do you mean by mistake? Friday. What, you didn't even I didn't even tell you about this. Why did uh, you do that? My new role at work, I had a call. And they were doing like a roll call thing. And I just went, it's a me. And I, I was, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and everything just went quiet. Many mm. folk were on the call. Four, five. Not enough. Not see, enough on, to disguise you. Yeah. In I, the see if there had been like 20 people or something like that. Do you know what you mean? You'd just be like, who the fuck was that? Or right. whatever. But I, like, right. I just came on the call and I did that. And then it went silent for like... I, so I came on the call and they were all talking. And then they were like, I'll just wait to make sure everyone's here. Everyone here, yeah. And I just went, it's a me. And then they went quiet and then went, And then everyone okay. just for about five seconds went dead silent. And I was like, <laughs> just hand on my head going, oh my, because I don't know these people. 
Like I really I've spoke to maybe that's four you, or five the times. First impression of you. Aye. Is and you're they're, an idiot. they're fucking <laughs> they're not fucking gamers, I tell you that much. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I just fucking sat there and, I, and I thought I'm not saying the next word. And then they just fucking moved on like they hadn't heard it. But there was enough of a gap there that people were processing, oh, were processing what, what you said and then went, Okay, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> All weekend I was what I tell Jess about it and I was like, No, I'm, <laughs> I'm saving my embarrassment for the podcast. Oh, dear. Super Nintendo World, um, I'm pretty sure it opens this week. I've seen some of the footage of it um, in Orlando. They're opening like a new, I think it's a Universal. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I should check this. Hang on. Yeah, so it's inside Universal Studios, right. I think. Um, it looks cool as fuck. It like does. A world. Yeah. Yeah, like a theme parky type oh, I place. Think I think there's um, one of them in Japan as yeah, well. Yeah, there is. Um, but I looked at it and I was like, "Why is there no Mario Kart? Surely that's the first oh, thing that, you do." I mean, oh, there, there does seem to be like a ride that, and you're on a cart, and ah, it's one of those on rails things. Aye, but surely that's a that's I a mean, go karts. That's what you want. Aye. You know what I mean? Dodge em, dodge em go karts. Do them up like fucking go karts. Mm. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And you can buy the outfits to go on, like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. which no, will set you back a small fortune, but yeah. You're but dri- still. driving over the, the bits to get the fucking red shells and Aye. stuff. Slipping on bananas, you know, that's Aye. that's what you want. It's so, very strange that they've not done it. Getting put back on the track with a fucking cloud and a mission. You're just like <laughs> hanging, kicking fucking... But that, that, I could try to get back on Rainbow Road. But that's the thing, like... To me, the idea would be all built around Mario Kart, and you'd be like, "Well, mm. we may as well turn it into a full theme park." But they've I mean, they've it, built a Nintendo World and went, ah, "Let's just fucking sack off." It does. Mario look, Kart. No, they have done some sort of Mario Kart thing, but it's just not what I would expect. And th- to be fair, I've not, not tried it, not been so can't knock it. That's true. I mean, maybe because it's on rails, maybe they do have a bit where you fall off and then you get put back on. That'd be a nice touch. Uh, possibly. They'd have to watch and check all the like proper regulations and stuff because you'll get some right fat bastards going on it. Mm. Right, I, f- I feel like those go when you go to go karts as well, it's always like like you just want to fucking hammer it and bump into folk. Aye. And the guys are always like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You're not allowed to turn you're not allowed to put the accelerator on at the same time as the brake. You've got to press one or the other. And you're like, get the fuck pal. Aye. Aye, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'm here for right. the thrills. Uh, and you line up and it's all like folk round about your age and you're like, aye, this will be all right, this will be all right. And then we fucking Timmy comes along 10 years old and you're like, oh, fuck's sake, now there's a wee guy here and we've got to be fucking sensible in case this wee prick gets hurt. Fuck that. I think there's one in Clyde Bank that's got like a wee ramp and it's like a, a, like a tunnel as well. So that you go through it, it's mm. a tunnel, but then you go round and it's a hill, like a, hill, oh, nice. a bridge to go over as well. It's quite cool actually. It's quite big. That's the thing, Scott just Cart. just get a big fucking dangerous one of these and just make you sign a waiver before you go on. Yeah, I heard once there was a lassie, I don't know if it was local or something, I think it was local, and a lassie was on the go-kart and she forgot to, or they forgot to, tuck her hair in and her hair went into the motor in the back and ripped her scalp off and Oof. broke her neck. Oh, no. Seriously. Wow. That's what I heard. That's not something you'd recover from fast. Yeah, well, no. where there's blame, there is a claim. I'm yeah, pretty no. sure she was dead. Imagine you fucking seen that. Yeah, that's oh. bad, yeah. Oh, you, you that's the, the start hel- of a Resident Evil film, that. I know, you take the helmet off and just... There's nothing just there. Fucking, it's just like scalp. No. Oh, Jesus. It's like Grim Fandango. Oh, dear. 
Uh, that gives me the fear. Yeah. Yeah, that's really fucking grim. Would losing 100 million in Bitcoin also give you the fear? Yes. Uh, Craig told me this story the other day. I think it was on an episode of Red Handed, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I remember this story. Is this the guy who chopped away his hard drive? Uh-huh. Yeah. And like then a... he set up a whole team of folk to try and... Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're not letting him in to get it. No. Uh, he's, he's got all the, he's got this team of folk and then trying to get the council to let him get into the landfill and all that so supposedly yeah. he had a hard drive yeah. um, and he, he bought like Bitcoin when it first came yeah. out in like I bought like seven or eight thousand so pounds so obviously worth. the yeah. value of that now has tenfold mm-hmm. um, but his girlfriend put it in the rubbish by accident oh, and then obviously it went to landfill and they know which landfill it went to yeah. it's been traced but mm. the council won't let him Go and look for it. Why not? I know. Would you not see it? For a cut, you'd go, right, I think, give us 25%. You know what I mean? Like, fucking right. I, I know. Exactly. Why aren't the council doing that? And I would be just like, I'm, I'm going in. You know what I mean? Fuck you. Aye, I'll pay the fine. I mean, was it not like years and years and years ago? So how far? I think it was 2013 or something like that. He lost it, but yeah. Fucking hell. But I suppose it's still there. Oh, it will still be there somewhere. Yeah. And you've got to think, with the way they can recover stuff, you'd probably be able to recover it. Yeah. I bet that's million, not, man. surely he's not going out with that last anymore. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, they split up. No they wonder. Split up. That's, a, that's, that's a, a hard relationship breaker right there, yep. Don't be wrong, it's, it's the kind of thing where you'd be like, if you really loved the person, you'd try and move past it, but then every single time you were like, Imagine I, w- I like want a new TV, I can't afford a new no, TV. No, no, well, no. I fucking could afford a new TV if you had fucking binned a hundred million. It's if you've got like a pizza left and she chucks it out with a couple of slices left and you're like, right, I can't take this anymore. You're doing this with everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop chucking my stuff out. And it's like, she was like, forgive the, the, the fucking hard drive, but over the course of years, she just keeps on doing wee bits like that. Like, she'll take a pint away and it's like, let's get like half a pint left. Right, like, that's it. That's it. Just loses it eventually. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be, I'd be, I just wouldn't still be able to stop thinking about that. Mm. That, would, that would just dominate my life. Mm. See, the one thing, though, and I don't know if this is the case, but. I've got to imagine that the guy is pretty well off. Because in 2008, to just randomly buy eight grand in Bitcoin. Oh, he must be doing all You know what I mean? Anyway. He must have a fair bit of money anyway, because right. you don't, nobody, like, not a lot of people in 2008 are just spunking eight grand in Bitcoin. Yeah. Not, like, it could have been worth nothing. Ah, that's a fair point. He always had the money to I'm, sh- I'm sure he could still do what, 100 million. <laughs> But yeah. I, I just, I don't think he's living paycheck to paycheck. Aye. But I could be wrong. Aye. Maybe he's just fucking absolutely destitute while he's looking for this money. Maybe he's trying to get homeless so he can live in the dump. And then he can... Surely he could just sneak in. He doesn't have to fucking put himself homeless. Yeah, no. Depends, <laughs> de- depends where it is. He's going full method. <laughs> method actor. <laughs> Uh, I this just speaking of red handed. I heard this in another podcast as well. There was talk, talk of Oreos, and someone had wrote in saying, "Oh, the thing I like to do with Oreos is I put them in the microwave for ten seconds, what? and then it just it just sort of softens them a bit, and it's really nice." Right. And so the guy in the podcast was fuming because he's an Oreo connoisseur, and he's like, "You can't fucking put them in the microwave. That's <clears throat> unacceptable, and even often one." And I was sitting listening to this going. You want to try that, don't I wonder, you? I wonder what that tastes like. And so, did you try it? well, I asked Jess on Saturday to get me some Oreos, and she fucking didn't bother. Uh, so she came home, and I had to go out and try and find them. Three shops it took me. Three Oof. shops. 
For some audios? Aye. And I came home with two different types of audios. Le- there was vanilla original? and raspberry, oh. which is like special edition. They were fucking amazing, by the way. Okay. Changed my life. And then normal Oreos. And so, was it you that posted the birthday cake flavour? Possibly, aye. Oh, right. But uh, I put them in the microwave, I've tried it. Pretty good. Right. I just feel, is the, is the biscuit soft after No, that? the biscuit doesn't go soft, just the inside's a wee bit. Softer, a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee bit, bit softer and a wee bit of warmth to it. Do you need to eat it with a spoon thereafter? No, or you don't put it in long enough that it like melts right. or anything. It just goes a little it's bit softer. It's still got the consistency of and a it's biscuit. Still, and it's still got a crunch. Okay. Right. That's what a biscuit is. You Aye. need the crunch, don't you? Minimal. It's, I'd, say that, I'd say the difference is minimal, but good. And was it an Xbox Oreo? I noticed they were doing Xbox Oreos. Yeah, randomly they just wear Xbox Oreos. And I was like, that's fucking handy. There we go. And they just had like the X on them. Okay. So it, worked, it came full circle and worked out pretty well. I do like an Oreo, but I'm old school. I just, I just, I like it with a glass of milk. Do you dunk it? Do you sit and nibble around one bit so that you get the top bit of the biscuit off, no. and then it's just the bottom bit of the biscuit no. and the? I put, I put, I dunk it in a bit of milk, and I put the full fucking thing in my mouth. How do you eat a jaffa? All right, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> How do you eat a what? Jaffa cake. Jaff, a Java cake, I nibble around the sides, yeah. and then I take the, right. okay, the, the that's bit good. off. That is Aye. the way to eat a Java yeah. cake, just checking. <laughs> I used to do that, but I've not done it in years. Aye, I've not ate a Java cake in a while, but I do remember how I eat them. Yeah. yeah. None of that full moon, half moon shite. No, that's pish. I, I, I just I can't be fucked with the whole be eating Aye. round it now. I used to, what's the wee jelly part? So I used to eat the and it would just be flapping there. Ah, I'd just be flapping, but then I would pick off the off the chocolate off as, well. as well and eat all that separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would just have this. You can wee... stick the chocolate off. Ah, then and you then just have just this, wee, <laughs> this wee jelly thing, and you stick it in your tongue. It would just melt. You try to turn this into something sexual because it's Valentine's Day. No. What'd you do? You stick the what off? You stick the chocolate. off. <laughs> fucking hell! I'm sorry, everyone. That's fucking terrible. That. Anyway, absolutely terrible. I've started watching a new show, mm-hmm. and it, there's not a lot of them, so I've almost finished as well. But um, have you heard of a show called Dead Pixels? No. See, I hadn't either, and it's strange that we haven't been that we do a gaming podcast because it's about gaming. Right. Uh, it was Castles that put me onto it. We watched a few episodes on Sunday night. It's really fucking good. There's only two seasons of it. It's a British show. And it's about these two sort of lifetime gamers um, who play this online, like, MMO game. And their whole life revolves around it. And they've Mm -hmm. got, like, a pal, like, in America, and he joins them and stuff like that. And it's just adventures from there. But, like, it's not all in the game. It's stuff that happens to them in real life as well. But it's actually really fucking good. It doesn't have that higher rating on IMDb. Um it deserves a much higher rating. There's like I've watched the first five episodes in season one and it's because it's British obviously it's just six episodes, but there's mm-hmm. two seasons, so twelve in total. Um and so far from the first five episodes it's fucking really good. If you're into gaming I would highly recommend it. Well I would thank most of our listeners. I'd hope so. I mean not that <laughs> not, not that there's been much chat about gaming so far, but um <laughs> But yeah, you would hope they would have a, a passing interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd definitely check it out. Apparently it did used to be on Netflix, but I don't think it is anymore, so you might have to get it delivered. But um I'll I'll be sure in order at the new it gets delivered for next Monday. But I definitely give it a watch. <laughs> I would uh, I would recommend it. 
Uh, also, did you hear about this thing with emulation on the Xbox? Nope. I don't know if we've ever spoken about this, right? So it's easy enough to do if you watch a YouTube video and do it. But see on the Xbox Series X or S, you can use that as like a sort of emulation station. Right. So you can emulate SNES games, NES games, N64 games, a, a bunch of different consoles. You can use it. It's like you sideload an emu- basically an emulator on it right. and use it. I think it's through the browser. Uh, and lots of people for a while have been using their Xbox for that. Like There was a whole load of people buying Series S's just to use it for retro gaming and stuff like that. But in the last, I think it's maybe two weeks, someone managed to get an Xbox 360 emulator working on it. And so the question now becomes, like uh, Xbox were obviously aware that this could be done before and they weren't doing anything to stop it because from their point of view, they're probably like, fuck it, it's selling consoles, do you know what I mean? Mm. But it was never negatively affecting them Mm -hmm. because... It was fucking Nintendo and Sega platforms that people were emulating. You could emulate up to like the Dreamcast. Right. And also, you could emulate the Dreamcast, you could emulate the GameCube. And so the question now becomes do they step in and stop this now that you can emulate Xbox 360 games? Mm. Because that's taking money out of their own pocket. Because there's loads of Xbox 360 games that you can buy off the store. Mm-hmm. But now if you can emulate them, and they don't stop it, then people... It's, do you know what I mean? It's cannibalising sales. Mm. How easy a process is it to do to set it up? Because remember, not everyone is technologically yeah. savvy. What do, you techno- what do you have to do? I've never actually set it up. I've just always done emulation through my computer. You don't have to fuck up your Xbox in any way? Like no, no. It's, you body. basically... It's like a 10-minute tutorial video, step-by-step, right. step, pretty easy. I think it's through the browser you do it. It's called RetroArch, the app. But I think you just run it. It's pretty... I mean, if you followed the video, I think you would not need to be very technically savvy to do it. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I just think that might be a deterrent for some people if it seems... Aye, but I mean, you're certainly... You're not modding your console by any means. And it is quite easy to set up. But like I say, like... So if Nintendo, if Microsoft now turn around and go, no, we're stepping in and stopping you doing... Xbox 360 games, they would have to go the whole, whole hog and stop you doing everything. Otherwise, the likes of Nintendo would be like, fuck you. You uh, fucking know this is a problem. You've <laughs> saved your own ass. So it's whether now, I don't know, like, it's almost like because someone's made this work, it might bring the whole house of cards down now and fuck it for everybody. Or they might just leave it alone. Mm. Depends how much they think they're going to lose out in sales. How can they play, like, I could play some of them, I suppose, but like, GameCube and N sixty four games because like I can play retro games in the in the respect of like sixteen bit mm-hmm. because that for me that's retro. But, like N sixty four kind of more feels like a poor man's version of what we've got now. Aye, you know does that make sense? Yeah. Aye, because it's more because it's three D and it's more like what we have now, but it just seems like a poorer version of it. Aye. Whereas sixteen bits a totally different universe 16 and 32 bit and stuff like they still almost look as good as they well they do still look as good as they did whereas 3d games are just jump and fight or whatever it is that's but 3d games have aged a lot poorer exactly aye exactly so it's really hard to play them we tried to uh, we tried to play that 
when they brought Mario back out and it was like sunshine and yeah. the, and all that kind of stuff. And at the three pack I, thing. I, we tried to play Mario 64 and it was just shit. It was the camera and that was horrible. You know what I mean? I know because they didn't really update it much. They just kind of put it in there and that was it. And it's just so hard to play. Like when you're moving, the camera was like, it's so weird and intuitive, you know what I mean? The way, the way it was. And I was just like, I can't play, I can't play this. I remember loving it. It was a classic at the time, but at aye. the time, it was yeah. one of the first games to do it. Exactly. Aye. But aye, once you've seen it done better, and you've got your, you're so used to reacting to how it's done. Now there's a formula now, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you go back to an earlier version of that formula, you're like your brain doesn't compute what to do. Exactly. I had the same with Croc. I went back to play Croc on the, from the PS One, uh-huh. and it's I love that game. I fucking that was my Mario because I never had an N64 mm-hmm. at the time, and it's really fucking difficult now it's so difficult it's tank controls yeah. on a 3D platformer yeah that's what I mean that which makes... is just really fucking hard to manoeuvre yeah yeah and then bringing things up to speed we've got one week to PSVR 2 that's a whole other <laughs> whole nah. other level well maybe maybe it's not maybe, maybe. it's just, maybe it's not even an upgrade <laughs> it's just maybe it's just Sony going let's bump every day let's bump every day but I, it should be, I, it should be good. That Horizon game looks good, certainly. I know there's not a lot of other stuff that's not been ported over, but I mean that's a flagship game to come out with it. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, from the previews and stuff, that's meant to be fucking excellent. So mm-hmm. interesting to see how it, how it comes together. Indeed, yes, we shall report once we know more. Yes. Uh, oh, we got a write in from Fluff it. And he asked us, is there any game due this year that we're all particularly excited for? Uh, Paper Pig World Adventures. I think that's March 17th that comes out. Right. Date date circle in your calendar, eh? Yep. No, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We did that preview episode and I can't even now remember. Most of mine were early on. Like I was looking forward to Dead Space. I was looking forward to Hogwarts, but it's out. Atomic Heart next week. I was... I about to say because mm. I, I didn't realise what this game was and I checked out the trailer and I was like oh, holy fuck looks really that good looks doesn't really it looks really good uh, that looks really good I think I'm it's hard it, it's hard not to have like it's not recency bias but see when something's like coming really soon then I think you just automatically feel more excitement for it yeah. so like Aye. you feel like I mean there's cool stuff obviously coming like Starfield if it's real um, it's not. Redfall, fucking Sp- next Spider-Man game. There's loads of cool shit coming this year, but I don't know. It just doesn't really feel real yet. No, and there's stuff that's been part. Like I don't know. Like last year, I was looking forward to like Hollow Knight Silk Song. That never hit. And nah. then like we've not heard anything. That's probably not real either. Yeah, we've just not heard anything about it since. So again, I'd yeah. Yeah, and the immediate horizon, horizon, mm. and Atomic Heart. But they're both next week, so yeah. <laughs> it's quite it's quite easy to be like, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, we just take it a week as it comes, James. That's what we do. Yep. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and look at this week's biggest releases then. So first up, Craig, do you want to talk about this one? One to dead. This fucking game. Hmm. I wish I could have sat down tonight and done done a presentation for you both to explain this fucking game. I just, I, I don't know. I, so I showed you a trailer for this, Andy, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Remember I said it looked quite old school and it was like you had the sword, the samurai sword and the gun, your female character. And it was like, it just sort of came out of nowhere. It was coming out on Valentine's Day and I was like, oh, this looks 
quite cool. Hopefully, it's, but they kept mentioning the trailer about the difficulty. Oh, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember uh, seeing that. I was like, yeah. I hope this isn't too hard. Yeah. So got a code through for that last week um, and loaded it up. And straight away from the opening cutscene, like this is a fucking PS3 game that has been time capsuled and brought to the PlayStation Five oh, really? for for better and for worse. Like there's just so many things that you just don't get. These like first of all, the graphics are fucking PS3 graphics. Like it does not look good. But there's so much like over sexualization of characters like that you just mm. don't really see anymore. I was like, you're kind of a bit taken aback by it. So like in the opening cutscene. You play as a female, and she's got three male counterparts in her unit. They're called the zombie unit, right? right? And so there's this, you're in this diner, and this girl comes over the waitress, and she's dressed up like a waitress slash stripper, right? She's wearing stockings, she's got a low-cut top on, you're like, why? Just That's because, really apparently, right? Just because. And so she b- leans over to, like, give one of the guys something he's like oh. and then aye. and so like, as soon as she goes to walk away he just picks up something flings it in the ground and then she has to slowly bend over again to like get it and I'm like Jesus Christ I don't usually get shit like this okay so then game starts as I said doesn't look good but it's intriguing and it's hard as fuck like the enemies move at two times speed than what they normally should so like aiming and shooting you're like holy fuck would they just stop moving feels like they're just darting back and forth and um i died pretty quickly back to the beginning i was like holy fuck please tell me you don't get put back to the beginning every time you die Damn. turns out i just hadn't got to the first checkpoint <laughs> so <laughs> there was something enough intriguing about it that i thought i'm gonna keep going I'm going to keep going for a bit. So I kept getting a little bit better, a little bit better. And then all of a sudden, I sort of got the hang of it. I'm parrying. Like, the, there's finishing moves you can do that are really cool. Uh, I was being a bit more tactical, but then I realised that there's times where you didn't have to be tactical, got further, got further. And I was still in the first level. There's five levels, but they're quite big, maybe about 40 minutes each or something like that, um, rather than smaller. It's quite a short game. Um, I got to this bit where I just hit a wall. Um, multiple enemies you can get through but you lose quite a bit of health and then there's like these couple of ninja enemies that are just so fucking difficult to take down and so I died and I died and I died and I died put it off turned it back on the next day die 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 and then eventually it came up saying you're pretty shit at this game <laughs> uh, would you like to lower the difficulty to Nico chan mode and I'm like right, now me being me, a shite bag. The first thing I did when I started this game was like, is there difficulty settings? All there was was normal and hard, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew there wasn't a Nico Chan mode <laughs> <laughs> when this game fucking started, right? So I'm like, Nico Chan mode? And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm typing in Google Nico Chan. There's like some sort of like, we dolls come up, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the fuck does that mean? And I was like, it's an easier difficulty, fuck it. I am getting nowhere here. So I said, yes. And then it came up and said, are you sure you will be a Nico-chan forever? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I've come this far, yes. Uh, so then I start playing again. It doesn't seem any easier, but I had more health packs. So I was like, okay. And I did manage to get by that bit. Right. So I was talking to someone after it afterwards, and they were like, it means pussy mode, by the way. that's It's like a Japanese term or something like that. It means pussy mode. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> fucking done me. (laughs) 
So I push on, start getting better and better at it, get through the first level, get through the second level. The combat's really good. Once you get used to it, it's really, really fun. But the further in you get, the frame rate starts to drop. Like, mm. And it already doesn't look good, but the frame rate starts to drop at times, which is annoying. The cutscenes are just... I'll send you a couple of videos after the podcast, right? You've got to see this thing in action. The the main girl, she's like Eastern European, but it's she's talking in English, but it sounds like the first time she's ever spoke English. Then the rest of them, there's like a... You're sort of like commander is this black guy who sounds like every fucking police chief in an 80s action film, right? That's what he sounds like. Dreadful. The conversations they have back and forth are horrendous absolutely horrendous then we're going to get into some spoilers here i'll put timestamps if you want to avoid the story which is very thin but at a certain point you've got a hub between levels police off police station and you will get to walk about pick up collectibles and then go to your next mission at one point she just collapses and then all of a sudden you're in an anime it just goes into an anime cutscene out of nowhere where the girl in the anime cutscene has needles and is doing drugs I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? That's weird. Then you have a cutscene where you and the rest of your team are out at a wee restaurant eating ramen. Right. And all of a sudden, one of the guys in your team starts giving one of the girls the come on, and she just has this face. like She looks like she's about to be sexually assaulted. And I'm like, what the fuck? fuck is happening and he's talking about when he was in jail and he had a girl in jail and now oh, he was he was he was all right with this girl in jail and i'm like you're maybe a cop what the fuck's going on then it goes into a mini game while you're eating the ramen it's like you know how like almost like rock band so you've got to press the buttons at the right time but these buttons are coming up at like a million miles an hour and you've got to press them at the right time to eat faster then they've got mini games where it's the claw and you've got to try and pick stuff out of a machine out of nowhere. I feel like you're painting a picture of intrigue with this game. It's, I mean, oh, should people, I think people, should maybe, people buy it? Oh. <laughs> the reviews come out today. There's people that have gave it a 2 out of 10. There's people that have gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay, so it's a mixed bag. I would land on, so far, a 7 out of 10. I think the combat is really fun and all the eccentricities of it I find fucking hilarious like see when you watch a cutscene like I'm pissing myself laughing <laughs> absolutely pissing myself laughing he reaches for his dick and he finds that he has four balls okay so he immediately grabs his phone and dials his old man dad dad I woke up the morning after and suddenly I have four balls his dad goes get out of there son you're being fucked so during this cutscene, the guy says, have you ever reached down for your balls? Have you ever reached down to feel your dick and felt four balls? Mm-hmm. Which is basically a, have you ever reached down for your balls and you've been having sex with a man? So then we get a write-in asking, asking you to, had this ever happened to yourselves? I said that Jess is much too... That means that you'd have to be with two men, Jess. I know it's Valentine's Day, but... Perhaps. Well, it's Valentine's Day, so you can go all out. <laughs> go all out with this threesome of a podcast. Jesus Christ. Care to answer now? You've never had no. this, Andy, no? no. And a threesome? 
Oh, I've been with a guy. You've, you've never reached down to grab <laughs> your ball. You've never, re- you've never reached down to grab your dick and felt four <laughs> balls. No. You haven't, no. No. Right, well, Gaudi was asking. <laughs> but this is the level of cutscenes, and it just goes back and forth and back and forth with the most odd stuff that it can't help but be intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like, every review I read today said the words, cult, it's got the makings of a cult classic, but for now, it doesn't run well. Mm. And I, I do think it does. Like, I think it, it reminds me of Wet. Remember the game Wet oh, yeah, on PlayStation yeah. 3? It reminds mm. me of that. The one thing I'll leave it at is, though, it fucked me over for an achievement right mm. before we started recording. It did, yes. I finished the second last level, and right as it, I finished the level, and before the cutscene started, the game crashed. I loaded it back up, and when I loaded it back up, it started the next level, but it never gave me the achievement. Mm. So it's, it's properly fucked me. And I'm not happy about it because it was really fucking difficult. Even in pussy mode? Even in pussy mode, it's still in fucking Nico difficult. Chan mode. In Nico chan mode, it's still fucking difficult. What I would say is, it's not worth full price. Yeah, so I did a wee price check. The cheapest I could find it for is 44 85 and that was at hit.com, which is rebranded from base.com, in case you didn't know that. There's been a lot of chat about that in the last week. Yeah, I would wait for a sale. It's going to be heavily discounted. Like, I do think some people will pick up for 20 quid and go that's one of the best 20 quids I've ever spent because it's a lot of fun and you can do combo moves, combo takedowns. The, the gameplay is really fun, but there's a lot of problems with it. A lot of problems. And random stupid problems like when you're in that police station HQ, there's certain doors that haven't been rendered properly. I showed you that. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple of doors where your character is the height of the door, but then the door next to it is a normal-sized door. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck have they done? Mm. Like, it's almost, like, unfinished. Yeah. But it is very fun. Okay. So, there's that this week. There is also Geometric Sniper Blood in Paris. Um, so, this is where you are a sniper and you have to pay attention to the details that you find and find the kind of perfect moment to shoot. I remember you spoke about this before. It's the sequel. I. It's okay. like a black and white sniper game, and you just see you've got it. Basically, it gives you a target. A, uh, it shows you what the guy looks like. So you're looking for a guy that's got a cut on his left side, and he's got an eye patch on. And so you have to sort almost like it's almost like a hidden object game where you've mm-hmm. got to find the person and then snipe them within a uh, within a certain amount of time. Uh, the first game was fucking excellent, and it's only like three quid or something like that. So this will be the same. It's eighty seven pence, Craig. Is it? Yes. Right, well, Fuck on, you can get a Steam key from CD keys on uh, eighty-seven pence. Right, but on an actual proper machine, how much does it cost? I don't, I don't know. Right, <laughs> it's the first one was a couple of quid. In fact, see, to be honest, I say three pound. I think the first one was like one pound something. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know when I'll be able to play it, but I'm going to buy it because it's fucking. The first one was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Okay, we also have this week Wild Hearts. So it is a unique twist, I guess, on the hunting genre where technology gives you a fighting chance against fearsome beasts infused with the ferocious power of nature itself. Um, Yeah, so this is very much being kind of pitted as a monster hunter type game. Yeah, it's EA's take on it, I suppose. And you played a little bit of it? Yeah, so there's currently a 10-hour free trial um, on EA Play and obviously access to that demo is included in PC Game Pass benefits. So, um, yeah, I've started it and 
I mean, I've never played a Monster Hunter game, so I don't have that comparison. Neither have I. Um, it's okay so far. I think the world's quite cool. I've got a big giant sword. I'm enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I spent probably at least half an hour of my 10 hours making my character. As you do. As you do. Because <laughs> you're stuck with it after that. Oh, yeah. Um... Is it something you could see yourself continuing to play? Do you know, I actually could. I was surprised because I, like, I think when you pitched it as me, thought it was a Mona, Monster Hunter game. Like, I, just, I don't know. I didn't. I thought, nah, that's probably not going to be my bag. But I'm opening my doors this year. Hmm. I am. So. So maybe. Maybe I'm going to continue with that. I think the boy might like it. Yes. Uh, it didn't really seem the type of thing that I would get into, but uh, maybe maybe check it out. You can get ten hours for free, exactly. so you may as well so check it out. Do that, yeah. We also have 10 dates. Now, being Valentine's episode, this is very apt. Um, this is the sequel to Good release date. Five Dates. Um, and, yeah, so you play as Misha, a millennial from London, and she's in search of that elusive in-person connection. And she tricks her best friend, Ryan, into going into a speed dating event with her. <laughs> so this, is this like an FM Ah, uh, it's like a yeah. full motion video game and you have to make the choices and stuff. I, I didn't play that five dates game. Apparently it wasn't that great, but I saw a few reviews for us today and they were saying that it's it's much better. Like most of the reviews use the easy line of it's twice as good because the last one was five dates and this is ten dates. Mm. Clever, you know, mm. really clever. Yes. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it seems to be getting quite good reviews. I like an FMV game, but uh, seemingly like it's not too long. Story's decent and I good release date. Maybe get some tips off it. If you're going on a speed date yourself. There you go. I don't think I would like speed dating. Yeah. I don't, I've, n- I've never, I mean, I've never done it, but I suppose mm-hmm. there's benefits to it because you do, if you've got like two minutes and you just fire questions at folk and you would quickly find out if that person you should pursue or not. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe at the end of the night you've got like, well, there's three girls that I maybe. Do you fire at folk though? Do you, do you Wait, fire? Wait, she doing for the two minutes? Wanking? No, but... <laughs> Probably not. I think you'll get invited back. <laughs> maybe that's why I've never been invited. Uh, I don't think you're going to fire a hundred questions at folk, though. You maybe not just going to focus maybe on one thing and then talk about that for two minutes rather than going. Well, there's different strategies. That's the thing. Isn't I think it? I, would just... I think yeah. I think it's beneficial to know. You know, is there an instant spark? If there is, you mm-hmm. take it further. If not, then I suppose this is totally off the cuff. But like, <laughs> so. <laughs> If you were speed dating and you were like, right, I need to, I need to find out what if I should take this further with each person. You've got, say ten people coming up to you. What's the first question you would ask <laughs> if you were trying to discern quickly? Would you rather have piano keys for fingers or accordions for legs? Yeah, be, I, I would come out with some like some really stupid question. Would you rather have pogo sticks for legs or scissors for hands? Yeah. Something really stupid, so that if they laugh, you're like, right, okay. They've got a sense of humour. They've got a sense of humour. I'd ask them something completely stupid, and if they just looked at me like I was a fucking idiot, I'd be like, next. Fuck off. That's essentially what I do in the apps, and I'll either just get ignored, or... Weirdo. Weirdo. Which, I don't want to meet that person anyway. Well, fuck, here's that scissor guy again. I know. You've asked me this before, son. Fucking Edward Scissorhands over, he's going to chop me up. (laughs) Or they'll, they'll respond and you'll get a laugh at it, hopefully. Uh, that's why I started saying it anyway. That, that was my thought. <laughs> Wasn't a threat. No, that was, that was my thought behind it. So basically, every, unless they talk to me first, that's usually what I ask them. 
as, and then I'll, most of the time I'll get ignored. Other times I'll get a wee laugh at it. This could be the platinum for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's our, our um, series games that are released this week. But there's also Gigantosaurus, Dino Kart, and Rise of the Fox Hero. The Rise of the Fox Hero is like a wee 3D platformer. Looks like an easy platinum mm-hmm. or 1000G. And Dinosaur, uh, Gigantosaurus, is, it must be pish. But, I mean, it's a kart racer. Well, I know, but if you are a fan of the Gigantosaurus series, then... Well, who isn't? I mean, come on. I don't even know what it is. It's like a children's book. Right. It's not very good. It is. It's not. I'm not in the proximity of many children. so I by court order. Yep. <laughs> exactly, so got to obey it. Okay, we also have a deal of the week. Deal of the week! Yeah, uh, Splinter Cell Chaos. I not even say that right. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is down to four pounds seventy nine on the Xbox Store uh, for the next like eleven days, something like that. And it's a fucking brilliant game. So get that picked up. Is that only if you have gold, or is that for everyone? Only if you have gold. But if you've got an Xbox, I mean, who doesn't? I know. I've been racking up the points. So obviously, I mentioned on last week's episode that I created my very own Xbox account, and thanks to the two friends. That I now have that added me. Who added you? <laughs> um, Alex and Donnie. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So I am now on a mission to earn all my rewards. However, I don't have Game Pass on my account because I'm using Craig's. Uh-huh. So I can't get Game Pass rewards, but I've been racking up everything else. I've done a horrible thing and I've set Bing as my search engine. That's oh, the level of I know. That's a commitment to points, <laughs> isn't it? Because Bing doesn't know anything. Yeah, but I can get 60 points on my mobile and then 12 of it for. <laughs> something edge extra and another 90 points if I search on my laptop so what, like every time every day every day I can get that oh. I, th- and that's just like one of many points I can get I can so I'm on the mission to get that <laughs> purple controller that's what I'm after see the thing is right see Bing it's the only search engine that I've ever went on and typed something in that's come back zero results yeah. you're like you're the internet <laughs> oh, no, <it's laughs> how can you have zero results like what the fuck but you t- could type anything to google and you'd get at least oh. one cunt that's wrote about it quite frequently in the past i've found myself on bing and what i've searched on bing is google fucking take me to google <laughs> this is not what i want i wonder how many folk do that <laughs> do you still get the points what's that for going to bing and typing and take me to google yeah well I, oh, that's right. See, I, you're going in that roundabout way i was as i was testing my my, my theory of getting the points i was just going a b c d and searching like searching Aye. a oh, searching right. b and then i got to g and it started auto filling google so i was like ah, i see what's happened here people do this all the time <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's yeah, but that that purple controller will be mine. Hey, I thought you're saving up for the purple controller, aren't you? Yes, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Yes. Pure dead love time. Yes, it's returned. Yes. So it's Valentine's. We couldn't not make a love segment, obviously. So we asked for your best dating blunders, dirty secrets, embarrassing admissions, and well, you did not disappoint, did you, lovely listeners that you are. Um, yes, we picked a pick three or four. Yes, Andy, do you have any stories you would like to share first of all? Or no, do you want no, to no, wait? no, share. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a reformed character. <laughs> None are uh, to be consumed by other people. 
Let's hear the other ones. You're in your best behaviour just now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Right, so I've not read these and I don't know if I'll get through them. We'll, we'll find out as we go. Are they rude? <laughs> There's one that's a belter. Right, okay. First up, um, I have... I don't know who this is from either. They're, I think they're all anonymous, are they? No, the last one uh, someone put their name to. And uh, th- this one here someone oh, put their name to, but it's, cl- it's clearly not a real name. Right. Ricky the Rocket Mac Rybert. So clearly a, clearly a false name. Yep. Okay, okay. They said, I have somewhat a somewhat unique problem when it comes to romance, mostly around the size of my manhood. Unlike your average listener, judging by their many insecurities, it's not telescopic in scale. I fall into the other camp. I have a bit... A what? A behemoth wanger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what a predicament. I have to keep all my change in the opposite side I dress to or run the risk of falling off my bike due to the imbalance caused by my crotch meat. Not only does this look ridiculous, most of the office were under the impression I suffered from a colossal hernia until they realised the lower urinals were introduced for my... Again, what's this? Chinopython. Okay. And not for any political... I can't see. It says, until they re- realised that the lower urinals were introduced for my Chino Python and not for any potential dwarfs that may be hired by the company in future. Do I take over, Jess? What's worse? Worse than that. Is any potential partners that want to take the relationship further? I warn them that I can't get through airport security because they've been couched. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Because they think I'm smuggling masses of pork products into the country. <laughs> but they just think I'm joking. I've heard more than once, the bigger the better, with a sultry giggle. But that talk goes out the window as they're suddenly eye to eye with the Eiffel Tower at House of Purple Mall. <laughs> I've resorted to bringing home the last dregs of the bar, the mighty <laughs> Mighty units that can. <laughs> 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 I've resorted to bringing home the last dregs of at the bar, the mighty units that could kickstart a tractor, <laughs> stop traffic with their face, and look like they. And look like they could make a meal out of my downstairs donor. Donor. Even those brave souls who were up to the challenge, they've shoveled away a fair few portions of veal skewers in their time. What is a well-equipped lad just looking for love to do? So the question is, what, <laughs> what is this person with the massive cock going to do to find love? <sighs> How do you how do you do deal with Andy? <laughs> You're right. Well, I've I've known a guy who did have quite a big penis, right. and it is an tell, issue. Tell us more. Well, just I, I think I've got the best of both worlds. I've got a grower on shore, right? And then you get to walk about fine. You don't have to have it dealing like it doesn't affect your everyday life. Mm-hmm. But when you're ready to use it in a meaningful way, it comes out to play. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have to walk about with fucking eight inches or ten inches of fucking meat hanging down my leg. Imagine that. 
having to sellotape it to your thigh. That would be annoying as fuck. Mm. I can't express how annoying that would actually be, Jess, having this fucking thing just flapping down. Yeah. You know, that, that actually yeah, you don't really feel, know about that. Is, no, but I... I, I think I, it's real, but that if that is real, and I'm, I'm sure there is guys like that. I'm sure it's actually, not real. That's actually uh, an issue. What do you think's worse? A big chick or big boobs? Because you don't understand the female issues oh, you got, boobs. You got That's a big a ba- a bad back, back as well, wouldn't you? Literally. There is a few times that we've been driving along, we've seen people out running, and these fucking tits <laughs> are like fucking hitting them in the face and then slapping off their belly and hitting them in the face and the belly. I think, you're like, I think bigger tits would have more of a, an effect on long your, term. Yeah. your long term. Long term, because it is actually seeing your back and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like, I fucking running about and stuff. But some guys might have the double affliction. <laughs> they might have the massive tits and the big dick. And, oh, the, and then you've got a real problem. I think a big dick's just going to be a, a hindrance, like an annoyance. It's an annoyance. You, you would learn to live with it. Hmm. But it would just be an annoyance, this thing fucking just hanging down. And then you couldn't get, like, in all like seriousness, you couldn't get close to a lassie. Because a lassie's not going to be able to take fucking 10 inches, is she? In any meaningful way. That's gonna that's gonna hurt, surely. You're not gonna be like right in there. You know what I mean? Sorry I mean, to get graphic here, but you're not gonna be like fucking right up to the slab. I mean, you're not gonna take a run up. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking fire hydrant coming bolting towards you. Fucking <laughs> ah! Jesus. Brace for impact! Shiver my timbers. <laughs> No. My my advice for this, definitely not real right in. Get good with your tongue, I suppose. Would I be know. embrace oral sex. Yes, that's what I basically. That's that's my that's my advice. Okay. Next. Yeah, another comment says I took a first date to see eight mm in the theatre. What even is that? Eight millimeter. Oh, Nicholas Cage. Well, they said I thought it's a Nicholas Cage movie. That should be fun, but there was not a second date. No, it's about chill. Molesting and things like that. Oh. Basically, a bit like snuff porn and things. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not a first date movie. No. Yeah. No. Okay. no. Not like the proposal. That's that was our first date movie. That worked out well. You shouldn't go. <laughs> you just go to the cinema on your first date. No, we watched no. it in the house. Yeah, that's fair enough. Right, okay. Because I can't express how bad a cinema is to go on a first date. Yeah. Ah, you don't learn anything about the person. You can't. You can't talk to a person. Aye. And if you end up, you'll just get fucking shushed. Aye. It's really weird folk do that but aye that's not the film to go see <laughs> definitely not no. uh, next comment said I once sent roses to my girlfriend at her work she was married I wasn't and one of her co-workers saw that the card wasn't from her husband dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah that's Busted. not good this person didn't leave a name I want to know more what was the fallout from this incident yeah. are they still married are you now married did you stay together what happened did you break them up? Exactly. I need to know more. I feel as if, like, uh, if you're in the situation where you get with somebody, but that person's you've take you've taken that person away from somebody, can you really trust that person? That's we've said this so many times. You can't like because you're like I really like this person. I want you to be with me, mm-hmm. but in coming with me, you fucking cheated on somebody else. Yeah. So you would, would always think, are they going to do oh, that again in the future? Always been the back of my mind, yep. and it would be like, I no matter how much I want to be with you, I really like you, but you fucking just cheated on that guy to come with me. I was no, was to say you're not going to do that again. Yep, exactly. Mm. Okay, another story. 
Um, okay, it says, when I was younger, I dated a girl who had really strict parents. Anytime I came over to visit, we had to keep the bedroom door open at all times and they would walk by constantly and glance in. One night, she snuck me in and we were going at it on her bed. We even put pillows behind the headboard so it wouldn't bang off the wall when I got a good rhythm going. About halfway through, I tried to switch things up with a tricky position and knocked the lamp off her bedside table. It smashed on the ground. Instantly, I heard someone coming, so... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get that first time. I wonder if they meant that. (laughs) The mum was on the other side of the the door having a wee go. Yeah. So I made a dash for the open window wearing only a t-shirt. Unfortunately, because I'm a fucking idiot and it was one of those windows where just a wee bit at the top opens, I got stuck in, half in, half out over a fuck's sake. <laughs> Her mum came into the room, saw my oh, arse no. spread eagle at the window with my cock and balls dangling, teabagging the window. Oh, Jesus. She screams in horror while I'm completely <laughs> stranded. Next thing, the dad comes running through along with her brother, the window came oh, back in, God. I was too far out. I had to get her dad to push me out the window by the arse. I landed in the <laughs> oh back and just started running. Didn't even wait to get the rest of his clothes. Split up the next day due to embarrassment and never went back to that house again. Wow. Yeah. And it says, oh, Gaz has signed off. Um, said this was more than 10 years ago and occasionally sees the mum in Asda and it's never not mortifying. I can imagine that's Fucking quite right. the... Yeah. Imagine just trying to make an, a, a quick run for it and getting stuck half in, half out a window and then you're on the outside, but you know that your arse and yeah. is on the inside and you're like... Yeah, from your view, it's fine, Aye. but from their view, not so much. Aye, and all you can hear is them screaming and you're like... Can't go anywhere. Do you, you ever get caught? Nah. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. No. Don't no, think so. I don't, th- I don't think I've ever been caught. You know, you always hear, like, there's always stories like, oh, I got caught wanking when I was young. I don't think no, I, any I did. of that. I did. Uh, did you? Aye, no, my dad caught me once. <laughs> <laughs> wanking into the bin. <laughs> In the back garden or what? <laughs> Your dad's made like tea and he just he looks just like sees me in the back or the bin to the dad. Just looks out the window and you know that stool wanking in the, the wheelie bin. <laughs> Wanking into the bin, taking the wee waste paper bin in your room. <laughs> or how weird does that story oh, get? You just, you just in the kitchen. I'm going to just leave that there. <laughs> Dad's making a steak and you're just in the corner, chucking it into a bin. That's a good ending to that. That's what she said. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh. looking at a flexion every time I see a bin. I can't <laughs> Fill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, 
I really hope your next date listens to this. Oh my god. And notices a bin in the room when you're looking at it. Oh no. Fucking hell. Is it me or the bin? It's all for pure dead love. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm composed. Okay, let's talk about the games that we've been playing. <clears throat> games. Oh, yep. So yeah, you obviously already spoke about Wanted Dead Craig. We've spoken about Wild Hearts, which I've played a little bit of. Gogo Pogo Gogo Pogo Girl. Easy for you to say. Mm. Gogo Pogo Girl. Yes, I had to practice saying it before we recorded. Uh, aye, it's a it's an easy platinum. You'll be shocked to hear. Quite a fun little platformer. You'll also be surprised to hear that you're on a pogo stick the whole time, um, which is a nice little sort of twist on the idea. It's it's all right actually. It's not bad. Uh, probably well, should be a fifteen minute platinum or one thousand G. Um, but the issue is, I played on PlayStation Five, got all the other trophies. The one I'm waiting on is jump a thousand times. Now, your character jumps automatically, so it's just a time thing. Mm-hmm. So I had everything else, and I was like, oh, I must be, must just, I've done it so well that I haven't jumped a thousand times yet. So I left it for 10 minutes, came back. No. Nah. What the fuck? So we were heading out to a trampoline place on Sunday, and I thought, I'll just leave it on. Left it on, came back hour and a half later, still hadn't popped. It's a fucking glitched trophy. Some one trophy short for the platinum. So I would recommend it because it's three ninety nine. You get two platinums on PlayStation, thousand G and Xbox, but it's hard to recommend at the moment because it's potentially glitched. Um, I know Alex uh, from the Crossplayers. He was playing on Xbox, and he had a glitch with another achievement on xbox he was playing on xbox uh, but he did get it to pop eventually so i'll maybe just need to go and delete my save file and start again or whatever but i it's potentially got some issues at the moment but it was fun it was fun and other than that i've been playing hogwarts legacy <clears throat> which is fucking amazing it's fucking amazing despite its issues and it does have issues i don't think i mentioned this last week because it hadn't really been happening much but when you're in Hogwarts, very frequently you go to go through a door and the door just doesn't open and your character stops and you just see a wee spinning circle for maybe two or three seconds and then the door bursts open and then you go through. But mm. it's not like that happens at certain doors. It's just if the game cannot load fast enough, then it will happen. So it happens like maybe every third or fourth door you go to go through. And so, uh, that, so it's kind of meant to be seamless, but obviously it's It's meant to be. Aye, the next uh, time you go through that door, you'll probably go through it first uh, time, but it's just not able to load it fast enough. Now, that'll be fun on the Switch. Aye, <laughs> this thing's going to set switches on fire. <laughs> Fucking hell. But it's such a good game that like... It's a bit of a cop-out to be like, ah, but it doesn't really bother you that much. Whereas in another game, you'd be like, fuck off, fuck this game. It doesn't fucking load properly. But there's so much good about it that just makes these little things go, aye, but it's so fucking cool. Like, Hogwarts looks incredible. Like, all these fucking paintings moving as you walk through the halls. There's so much going on. The only thing I would downside to say about Hogwarts itself is that there's not that many students about. Like it's quite, it's a little bit sparse in terms of students, but the actual like detail and the the world and everything like that is fucking incredible. And I've got my broom now, and fuck me, that's fun. See the the riding about in the broom, it's 
excellent. They've yeah. done it really well. I've seen modders at it already. I've seen somebody flying about on Shrek, but it basically looks like they're... I mean, it, it's not on his back, I'll say that. Like, when you know, so Shrek is the broom. Right. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm, yep. And, yeah, I don't know. I've, like, I think I've seen, like, Baby Yoda and stuff like that being modded <laughs> into it. So, like, a new game comes out and, like, modders from PC cool, are just... Cool. Yeah, but it's it's cool to watch. Um, there was also, I seen a streamer accidentally deleted or save like i don't know 10 hours or something like that into the game oh. because like when you, the fuck do you do that well quite easily it appears because see when you turn it on it says continue load or delete oh, and press, press y by accident and then there's a there is a confirmation thereafter but when you save, pressed it aye um to see but she managed to just she also just hit x or whatever straight away and then managed to or yeah. and deleted yeah. The save, right? I can see how I can see how that would happen because see if you know that you ha- like you're going to continue game and when you press it, it says, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. See the third time you load that up, you're just going to go did it yeah. and yes. press it twice. Yeah. yeah, you're not actually going to read it. No, I mean they might patch in like a press and hold or something like that to. Yeah, I well, well for her, well, they'll probably just go fuck off you. <laughs> We're going to patch something for her. They'll just like get the fuck. What but, about that, what about that woman with the reviewing Wired? That we were looking at. Aye, that was fucking great, that was man. Fucking horrible, man. That was fucking great. That's just a fucking hit piece, man. That's the thing. Like, it really was. I, I am of the opinion that if you're reviewing a game, you should review the game. And I'm not saying you completely ignore the stuff around it, but you aye, but don't. Half this review was not about the game. Aye, and the parts that were about the game were a fucking lie. Mm. Like in the write up, the one of the negative is that the game looks like it's a couple of generations behind. Aye. It fucking doesn't. It looks really good. So what you've done there is you've not just you've you've outright lied. Do you know what I mean? You've you've just looked at it and you have lied. And mm. I think part of the problem is there's a lot of people speculating that they didn't actually play the game. Yeah. Everything that was mentioned about the game was from a trailer, and so they didn't actually play it. And mm. I don't know if this has been confirmed. They put, I mean, they'll have their achievements or their trophies hidden so you won't be able to tell but there was there was definite badness in it like i thought it was i just i I don't see it understand how anyone can take wired seriously after this like i'd actually so the guy who's like the editor-in-chief at wired his name's gideon lynchfield or litchfield um and i'd actually litchfield as in the salt Maybe, maybe he's a salt connoisseur. Maybe he's of the, the great salt no, fortune. Do we disposable ones you get? Oh, do we rip open? Uh, no, that's Litchfield. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, he's he's salty as fuck. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he'd put up a tweet basically defending it, and he got torn to shreds I for wonder. it because it was obviously his decision to publish it. Okay. And a lot of people were pointing out that this particular reviewer doesn't actually usually review gaming stuff mm-hmm. it's usually sex toys that oh. they review for wild right so and this person is of the volition of what they talk what jk rollins talking about i think she's trans yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not actually sure well, I, i'm not sure well, in i think the review, so it's, uh, i didn't read the review I just, something like uh, people like me oh well jk when they're discussing people like me i went oh well that's why your review is exactly the way it is because you're just but the thing is, there's, there's so many trans people that aren't at all bothered by it they're like enjoy a game if you want to enjoy a mm-hmm. game like it's it's there's so much so like what i did was i 
had tw- I ended up taking it down just because I was like, I can't be bothered having to manage the replies. But I had tweeted out saying to this Gideon Litchfield, just saying, right, well, if this is your stance in this one out of ten review, I'm looking forward to your one out of ten review next week for Atomic Hearts because it's made by a Russian team. And I'm looking forward to your one out of ten review for Zelda when it comes out in May because 6% of Nintendo is owned by the Saudis. Mm. And I was like, and it's a, it, it was a decent, it was a good tweet and it made a good point. I, just, I deleted it because I just couldn't be asked with the fucking, as I said, dealing with the replies. But you cannot pick and choose. Oh, what you're offended by. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's the thing. So to me, like, if you are, if, if you want to, like, I, I personally don't think that, games should be brought into it in this way but if you are saying i do not want to support hogwarts legacy because i feel it is anti-trans mm. then fair enough that's totally fine don't buy it but at the same point you shouldn't be buying nintendo products because part of their company is owned by the saudi <laughs> wealth fund who will literally hang someone in the streets for their sexual orientation yeah that's worse mm. Like, you're tweeting about it on Twitter that's owned by Elon Musk, who has said way worse things than J.K. Rowling has ever said. Like, you, and that's that's my problem with it. If you start virtue signaling to people, like, it's so easy for someone to turn around to you and go, well, what about this? Yeah. What about that? You do this. You're mm-hmm. tweeting from an iPhone. You're using Twitter. You've got a Switch. You've got this. And, like, I don't know. Where's all these people boycotting fucking Harry Potter World down in England? No, it's not called that. What's it called? There's like a place. Yeah, it's called Harry Potter. Is it called World. Harry Potter World? Yeah, sure is, why? Yeah. Why is no one fucking boycotting that? Yeah, because too much fun. Because they'd have to go down there in the flesh and right. stand outside it. Whereas yeah. when Hogwarts Legacy comes out, they can fucking sit behind Twitter and moan about it and fucking post spoilers. Sit behind that anonymity. Whereas if you're actually the only person, your anonymity's going in it. Yeah, I think that the, the, the real sad part about it is that this whole thing started because people perceived that J.K. Rowling was bullying people about being trans. Now, whatever you think of whether she did or she didn't, these people have responded by bullying other people online mm-hmm. about buying a game posting spoilers, trying to ruin stuff for them. Mm. And so so often stuff like this happens where you end up becoming what you're trying to stop. And I don't think people are realising that. Yeah. Like there's there's such a thing as like taking a stand and then there's being cruel and being a cunt about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember if I said it five minutes ago, but that reviewer tweeted out her review of the game and her very next tweet was retweeting spoilers for the full game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and that's somebody that's supposed to be in the industry. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And but you know, hats off. Like it's been the most streamed. Oh, it's blown up big time. Eh? Like it's broken record. I can't remember the stat exactly, but what the the game? Oh yeah, Yay. it's the most. It's like the third most played single player game ever on Steam. Oh, right. It's the most streamed game ever on Twitch. Like it's breaking records, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it would have done really well, but I don't think it would have done as well as this without all this controversy. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I feel a little bit behind. This is what's been bugging me because I I didn't I played like an hour of it um, the day we got it, but I've not 
entertained it since because I wanted to get for a spoken finish first, which I'll come mm-hmm. on to in a minute. But I don't know. I hate that feeling of like, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I'm behind, and I uh. I don't want to. I don't know. I'm worried that in my head I'm like, oh, I need to catch up, and I don't want. I want to take my time with the game. I want to play it and enjoy it and right. maximize it. Just take your time. I know it. I will, but I just I don't know. I've got that feeling right now, like FOMO, like I, right. I, like. Um, but yeah, yeah so I, I have now completed First Spoken. Certainly, the story I've not completed the, the whole game because there's lots of additional things to do and collectibles and all that. But. Yeah, I saw the map after you were done. It fucking gave me the fear, man. Uh, it was yeah, like an Assassin's not. Creed map when you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, then there's just dots up, everywhere. They'll just update it with more uh, shit anyway. Uh, so. Probably, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the game overall. Obviously, it's not without its flaws. The final boss, Jeeps, um kind of my own fault that I sort of found myself in a situation but like so you can it, it gives you prompts every so often saying like you're about to enter the next phase of free story are you sure you want to continue yeah, yeah. so it gives you that little prompt like just make so sure you've done do everything here uh-huh. yeah. um, and I did get that but I didn't I don't think I checked my like health and so I entered the next phase with not that much stuff oh shit um, so, and I was playing also I didn't realise I had just went to the default difficulty setting but mm-hmm. there's like four difficulty settings um, like super easy easy the one I was playing on and then there's one harder one mm-hmm. um, so and also I'm like right okay this is the final boss here we go but it turns out there's three phases of the final boss mm-hmm. so I finished the first one with like six like little health things left um, thinking I was you know that was me um and then i finished the second one with zero left and i was like oh shit there's more of this (laughs) that's the thing see a lot of games if you died it would then restart you at a checkpoint like at the start of the third phase with the health bits again but no but i'd entered the third phase with zero but i know but a lot of games still if you died it would give you some to go back there's like a fail safe but it obviously Um, didn't so, like, I tried it multiple times and I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm doing this with zero. Um, so I was like, right, I'll just need to down down the difficulty. You can't down the difficulty because you're in a boss fight. Oh, and I was shit. like, ah, oh, goddammit. <laughs> but there are additional, like, difficulty settings that you can then ah, there's change. there's, like, sliders so, you can change. Yeah, so I was able to do that and then finally right. finish it. But I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I was like, either that or I'm going to have to, like, go right back to a previous little bit. I hadn't, like, right. saved the game just before that part. Like, I hadn't done a manual save. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have to go right far back. To- I mean, I was just in the room and I was stressed out. The music's quite tense, though, I think. You didn't need to punch the kid, but... I, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> and I think that definitely adds to it. So, yeah, there was that. Um, but I have now finished it, so I am going to commence with more games. And what would you rate it? Six out of ten. Mm. Yeah, it's not generally my kind of thing i'm not really into that kind of fancy thing but i did really enjoy the combat i enjoyed the kind of parkour elements of it that just you know jumping about the map and stuff was Mm -hmm. quite fun um yeah she didn't need to swear as much as she did folk have critiqued that quite a lot but it it was quite i know they're trying to portray her as this like badass new yorker but sometimes it did just feel a bit unnecessary for her to swear i played a little bit the demo and it to me in a couple of occasions it sounded like someone 
getting to swear for the first time and just wanting to swear. Like, see when, see when you were like 10 and you learned a swear word and you were like, oh, you just try and drop it into conversation <laughs> because you were cool. Yeah. Or if you swear and then your dad doesn't get into trouble and you're like, oh, he's letting me do this now. And you go off the heat bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all about you going off the heat in front of your dad. <laughs> Get in the bed. Uh, <laughs> Turn him in his grave. The only other things I've played, I, I'd beat another boss in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not willing to let that fucking die yet. Um, and I'm playing, I can't talk about it yet, but if you keep an eye on my tweets on Friday, I'm playing a preview build of Peaky Blinders VR game on Quest 2. But it's uh, embargo till Friday, but I'll have thoughts online then. Maybe Andy. What am I playing? I was playing. I started playing Phoenix Rising again. Ah. Went back to that. But did what did I download? I'm about to tell you. High on life and Trek to Yomi. Oh, I tried High on Life. I didn't really like it very much. Do you know what? No, it's, just, it's going to be one of those things that's going to some folk are going to enjoy and others I won't. Mean, I, like, I thought it was funny in that. Mm. That's what it was. I've tried that. So I, I played it and I thought it was funny. Like I liked the mechanic of that wee thing talking to you. Thought the tutorial I, was quite funny. Ah, it's like, oh, there's a jump like button. The, the world and all that kind mm. of stuff. I just didn't like engage me very much. I played it for a couple of years and I was like, ah, it's just as not clicking. And I just deleted it. It's fair enough. Uh, it's kind of disappointing. I was I was looking forward to getting into it, but ah, it just seemed kind of basic. But I, I did uh, like that bit was funny though. Like I, I did like that mechanic uh, of that thing talking to. I think that's what a lot of people kind of said. Like it's it's kind of basic shooter, yeah. but it depends if you're right into that sort of. I was going to say Ren and Stimpy there, but what the fuck's the show called? What Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty. Uh, if you're into that, that yeah. sort of humour, yeah. And Trek to Yomi, did you play about that? Hmm. Trek to Yomi, that's what I tried that afterwards as well because I've had that in the Xbox for a wee while. And uh, I thought, oh, can I play this or just fucking delete it? And it like it seemed all right, like but I just I couldn't see myself like playing it for eight hours or whatever it lasts Aye. for. Um, like like the gameplay was good in that, and but it's just like I I couldn't see myself like playing it for that long really. Aye. So it, it annoyed me a wee bit that it was in Japanese and you had to read the subtitles. Ah, that's I right. Aye, I, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, you know, I know they're trying to be maybe authentic. Yeah, but I just can't be fucked reading subtitles. <laughs> I cannot be fucked. <laughs> I just want you to like you tell, tell the me story. the story. Tell me the story, and then I can get more engaged with it. Aye. If I've got to like just read subtitles, I'll not be as engaged. That's probably why I deleted it. Aye, that's fair. <laughs> I I remember quite enjoying it. Like, I, I, there was something weird about. I think it was the cow, like the parry system. You had to like press the button at like a, a time that didn't feel natural or something like that. I, I struggled. You had to press it really times. early or something. It, it looks when the guys come with the sword that does a wee flash to gear. But indicator. that's not when you press it or something, no, is it? it was like, it's almost you've got to do it kind of just after that kind of right. thing. Right. I get killed quite a, quite a lot in it to be honest with you, but. I know that's that was one thing I noticed because you you just automatically assume when that flash comes or oh, that's you when it. you have to hit it, but that's not it, it wasn't that. No, it was weird. Uh, it was weird. Mm-hmm. That pussy pussy mode option for Craig. Fuck you. Take <laughs> <laughs> all the pussy modes going. <laughs> okay, time for this week's news. News news. I was believing the news. We are 
Okay, so first up, Nintendo held a direct conference last week. Numerous announcements were made, but we're going to break it down into what we've decided were the top six most newsworthy happenings, and we can discuss them one by one. So first up, Metroid Prime Remastered was unveiled and Shadow Drop digitally. The physical edition will release in the US on February 22nd and March 3rd in the UK. Scoring pretty high as well. It's got like a 96. Oh, it keeps fluctuating, but yeah. I'd never... I didn't even know what Metroid Prime was. I think... Like, because I grew up with a NES, and then I went straight from a NES to a PS1. Mm. And so I sort of missed the whole... Metroid. Aye. And I just assumed that it was like a platformer or something like that, but it's a first-person shooter. Oh, it was brilliant. It was a first-person shooter with platforming elements. Right. Because you could, like... There was, like, puzzle solving and stuff where you could kind of turn into a ball... Right, and there was like there was sections where you had to kind of like go through these this pipes pipe systems, and you had to kind of maneuver them and kind of thing, and it was like a puzzle, uh, and just like loads. And the whole thing with Metroid to get obviously certain guns would let you go back to places and open certain doors, like the right. ice gun will let you open ice doors and all ah, that right. shit. Um, so you can go back to bits that you've no been to before, like because the one in the the N sixty four was amazing. Well, that's just a remaster of that. Yeah, that's that was it was brilliant. Um, I remember playing that, but then I really wanted to play that Metroid Dread. Is it Dread or Dread? What's that again? The one in the, the Switch. Oh, they brought a new one. Aye, aye. I re- that looks amazing as well. Just it's meant to be good. Aye, aye. Metroid, Metroid the SNES one was amazing as well. The first one back in the day, I remember playing the shit out of that when I was doing emulators and stuff. I'm maybe need to check it out at some point. I don't know. I looked. I looked at like a video review and like I said, everyone's giving it ten out of ten, nine out of ten, and I looked at it and I'm like. This isn't doing it for no, me, good. but maybe in practice, because I mean, that many people can't be wrong, yeah. do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We got a write-in um, for this, um, says, so, so already this year we've had Microsoft and Nintendo Shadow Drop, two really important games, Hi-Fi Rush sits at 88 on Metacritic and Metroid Prime, Prime Remastered is at 96, will PlayStation join the party and if so, what will they drop and can it reach the same heights as their competitors? I feel like PlayStation probably think they're too good for that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think PlayStation have got an like an a sort of aura of they think they're superior. And I mean, they are. They're right up there. I mean, <laughs> well, we'll talk about Switch numbers later. But I think PlayStation almost feel like they don't have to do yeah. that. Plus, it'd be a wee bit daunting because if well, those two games have come out and done really well, if you bring something out and it doesn't, it doesn't. do it as well, then yeah, it's like true. oh. Aye, I, I can't. I couldn't see PlayStation doing it when big. Maybe a remaster or something like that. Maybe it'd be safe. Like I don't know, an infamous remaster or aye, uh, maybe something like that or like a live service game. But I can't. I couldn't see them bringing it in big. When I thought. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom got a new trailer and reiterated its May 12th release date. It also got a price increase, which has activated much moaning across the internet. They're all pure raging. Yeah. Hit and Shop 2 have pre-orders at 49 That's cheapest I've seen. It's pretty good. Which, yeah. I noticed it was still... So it was supposed to go up to 70 but it's still sitting at £60 on mm. the UK digital store. Mm. So aye, the prices are still kind of all over the place. Yeah. Looked cool. I've still never played a Zelda game. Again, because I'm not... I wasn't that much no. a Nintendo guy, so I missed <laughs> Metroid and I missed Zelda. Mm. It does. The trailer looked cool. It does look cool. Doesn't have any achievements or trophies, but I've missed the last few now. To be fair, 
Yeah. I don't really know. Don't feel as if I'm missing much. I know. I, just, I didn't... At times, that last one, Breath of the Wild, I thought looked all right, but it, I don't know. There was some... I mean, obviously, it scored so high. It's like one of the highest rated games ever made. But the, I don't know. It just... It didn't look that amazing to me. Mm. I think if you get stuck in the gameplay loop of it, you would probably... Lose yeah, hours, it? so got that kind of like Assassin's Creed thing where like you just end up like I don't know. Yeah. I, I got to the point where especially those newer Assassin's Creed games where you were just like you could just sit there for five hours just going right. I'm just going to go to the next camp and the next camp and you just mm-hmm. kept like it was just so satisfying yeah, the loop. Keep on going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe check it out May twelfth. Uh, also, we found out that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games have now been added to Nintendo Switch Plus Expansion Pass. A few of the Game Boy offerings include The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Tetris, Wario Land 3, and bizarrely Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. While on Game Boy Advance, you get Super Mario Advance 4, WarioWare, Inc. Minigame Mania... Mario Kart, Super Circuit, Legend of Zelda, the Minish, the Minish Cap, among others, and the promise of the likes of F Zero, Maximum Velocity, and Metroid Fusion to come soon. Everyone was dead excited about this. I feel like why I don't know. Like I like retro stuff. Like see when I don't know when PlayStation were like, oh here's some Game Boy, here's some PlayStation One classics. I was like, cool. I probably won't play them that much, but it's cool to revisit. But there's a limits, man. There's fucking limits. I don't want to revisit a Game Boy no, game. No. The internet was so excited, but I feel like they're excited about the idea of it. Yeah, but nobody, practice. Fucking not Game Boy fucking... graphics. Jesus Christ. I know. We there will both. be some people, but I don't know. I feel like it's not aimed at as many people that were excited. I mean, like, Tetris was good in the Game Boy, but that's because it's like, a simple thing that works on the exactly. Game Boy. But you can it's an your... addictive little game, yeah. but there's also so many variations on your phone. There's exactly. VR, like, do you know fucking what I mean? Tetris yeah. effect in PSVR 2 next week. That'll yeah. be where it's fucking yeah. at, not in Switch Plus expansion. We're, we're at new heights of Tetris. Yeah. Like. I'm over here playing Tetris with my mind, mate. <laughs> hmm. um, we also got a Pikmin 4 release date of July 21st. Not massively excited about that. Well, if you're into Pikmin, then you will be. If you're not, you're not. Pikmin? Mm. It's almost like a... I played the first one on GameCube. It from I don't know if I'm remembering it wrong, but it almost felt to me like a kind of 3D Lemmings, almost. But I'm sure mm. there's more to it than that. You like get wee Pikmin, they'll follow you about, and you've got to... I can't even remember fully. It, they rate quite highly, but it's it's one of these like Nintendo... We're a family... Mm. Games. Great. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 got a demo on Switch, PlayStation and Steam where you can play the opening hour and then carry your save over to the full game if you buy it so it comes out on the 24th of February I wish more games did that yeah me too like see that's I find that really cool so you've been able to play the first hour and then if you like it and you buy the game then you just continue on from that point like I wish more games did that. Like, I don't know, like, imagine the next, like, mm. fucking Assassin's Creed game comes out and they're like, right, three weeks before launch, here's the first hour of it. Play that, and if you like it, you can continue on from there or you can sack it off. Like, it'd be mm. really cool. Right, well, start again. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's hard because, like, I don't know if you're trying to sell a game, the first hour might actually not be enough to grab you. Like, nah, it true. comes as you 
play the game more so yeah. Yeah. it could deter people and they don't want to miss out on sales if it's a grower not a shore if it's a grower <laughs> indeed <laughs> and finally more Mario Kart 8 content was announced in the form of booster no. packs that'll bring even more tracks to the more comprehensive kart racer of all time this game never fucking ends man it came out in like 2014 it's still fucking going it's still going it refuses to fucking end we even we got a write in that said it was somebody saying um, what was it said they didn't leave a they didn't leave a name. They couldn't be asked leaving a name, but it said, Why haven't we seen a new Mario Kart for the entirety of the Switch generation? It feels like Nintendo are getting too comfy. I think it's just because like the Wii U died in its ass. And when they brought out the Switch, it wasn't any more powerful than the Wii U. It was just like a different form factor that people liked more. Right. So they moved the Wii U Mario Kart 8 onto the Switch, but then they don't really have any... Since then, they've not had any more powerful hardware to bring out a new one, do you know what I mean? Mm. So what else can they do? Well, that's the thing. And to me, that's like a launch title for a new console. So, you know, if they are going to push it further, then they'd wait. So in the meantime, they've just kept bringing tracks from the old Mario Karts out on this one and just going to make it like a Mario Kart platform. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and just, I suppose, on the... The good old Switch. Um, it was kind of rumoured back in December, but it was confirmed last week that Nintendo Switch has now overtaken the PlayStation 4 in lifetime sales. Um, the console slash handheld hybrid is, has now sold 122.55 million units. That is a fucking lot. Mm. An um, awful lot. Yeah. But I suppose what we think, like, will it manage to keep the momentum going and catch up to... I think the Nintendo DS is 154 million, or even the PS2 at 155. Like, wow. they're still selling them like fucking hotcakes, but man. I th- yeah, I don't know. I think it, it because it's got that handheld functionality. Like, it kind of lends itself to potentially even households having more than one. So you know, if you've got an Xbox or a PlayStation, you're probably only having one per household. Yeah. Whereas if you've got kids which are a big market for it like we've got two because we've mm-hmm. got two children and they'll just fight over them like and yeah. i think that's the case for a lot of people and also like some people would have bought the original then oled came out i, ga- I gather that that's lumped in together in these numbers oh, I, I, so, all them will be, I mean people will have upgraded but you know so i think there are certainly many households that have more than one at this point See, because it's a handheld as so, well, how many folk have dropped them and then had to buy a new one? Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> not saying that's why they're 122 million, obviously, like, it's a good console, but do you know what I mean? Like, uh, how many folk, remember Nathan kicked us down the stairs by mistake? Yeah. Like, how many times have folk dropped and went, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, it's only fucking 200 quid, I'll just buy another one. Mm. Like, there's, there's obviously shit like that as well. I just, I wonder if they will get... Like, this could be their last chance to be the best selling console ever. There's not going to be that many more console generations before everything becomes, oh, have you got the Nintendo app? Have you got the PlayStation app? Mm. And at that point, it'll be done. So, like, they've only got 30 million, just over 30 million to sell to be the best selling console ever. So, so that overtakes PS2. PS2 is yeah. the highest. That's 155. Yeah. I know, like, it's a, it's a big number, obviously. But when you take into consideration, there's, like, I've just looked how many people are in the world. Mm. <laughs> to get it down to the number... The- eight billion. Well, over, over eight billion. You know what I mean? 
So it doesn't seem a lot when you think about how many people. That is really fucking concerning that that counter is going up and down well, fuck, in real time. Fuck, die. fuck are born and fuck die. Right, but I just don't want to see that number dropping one and going, oh, there's somebody else fucking it's popped their clogs. Aye, it's going up, it's going up more than it's going down, but fuck me. <laughs> oh, aye. Uh, the, the buffs is threefold. I mean, it's, it says buffs today so far, uh, 324. That can't be an accurate thing, do you think it is? Every time a baby comes out, ding! We've got another one! Uh, Update the counter. Fucking hell. Births this year, so far, 16.5 million. Deaths, 8.25 million. Wonder how many. Covid's not doing its job, is it? During those births, the male partner took a selfie. That's a stat I want to know. (laughs) I know know of one. Oh, how man. many how many males sat there and took a dunt off the fucking oxygen while, while that partner was getting fucking having the baby? A boy on our Discord ended up in the Take a Break, take a break magazine. <laughs> take a break. For taking a selfie. Wow. That's squinny. I'll get that posted on. Mrs. face as I know. well. <laughs> she must have punched She's fuck like out of after that. She's mid, mid-birth or something. <laughs> Mid-push. We'll put that on Twitter. Yeah, well done, fair, You were sat watching the old firm, firm game when I was in labour. I priorities. <laughs> were you not in labour for old quite firm a while? Old firm are dead. Um, the Glasgow Derby. No, not the second time. Second time was a drive through. Really? Mm. Well, not an actual drive through. I know you don't know how this process works, but no, we're just there for like an hour or something like that. Really? We arrived and Erin was born about 15 minutes after we got there. And then we're up the road. What do you mean you were up the road? Alright, home from a Chinese. <laughs> got to the hospital about nine in the morning and got home about three in the afternoon. No, we were a bit later than that because the consultant was busy. I think we left about half four or something. Oh, right, right. So I thought you said an hour. <laughs> it was done in an hour. Yeah, she was done in an hour. I thought it like, you were him and, and out within an hour. I was no. like, what? Could have been. I was Because that's, that's the thing. That's <laughs> over the hospital, surely. Because that's the thing. We turned up and uh, Jess was really calm, but we knew like she, like our contractions were really close. So she uh. was it was really close. And when we walked in, because she looked so calm, they were like, "Right, if you just go and take a seat over there, we'll see you when we can." And like I was like, "You might want to see her soon." And they're like, "Hi, we'll see her. We know what we're doing." <laughs> and uh, we sat there for about fifteen minutes, and then they took her in. And like they measured you or whatever, and then they were like, "Oh shit! Oh right, okay, uh, right, straight through, straight through." <laughs> and then like ten minutes later, Ern's born. Jeez, oh. Yep. There you Just go. Like that, eh? Peel dead love, birthing stories. No time for gas and air. Um, but yeah, we'll get that photo pic- uh, posted of uh, Squinny being a massive cunt to his missus. Yes. Um, shall we continue with these discussion points? Well, just, I, I don't know. I just... It'll be interesting to see if they bring out a Switch Pro, which is what I would do. If I was Nintendo, I'd be like, I'm, we're going for number one here. Mm-hmm. So they could bring out a Switch Pro and then they can add that onto the lifetime sales of the Switch. That's cheating, though. But yeah. Fucking PlayStation did it with the PlayStation 4. When they brought out the PS4 the Pro, aye, the oh, slim shit. models and yeah. stuff like that. I suppose the PS2 was like partly marketed as a, a Blu-ray or DVD. a DVD player because... yeah. And that was, was the thing at the time yeah. as well. People bought it for that solely and didn't actually play games, didn't Home they? Home entertainment system, yeah. There was a couple of different places that like reviewed the PlayStation 2 as the best DVD player on the market. <laughs> and so there was people I buying it and never actually 
play the game on at once. That's mental. Uh, okay, let's move on from Nintendo. Developer Smilegate has officially announced that they are aborting Crossfire X as of May 18th this year. The Abbey game... Counter will need to go down. <laughs> just been aborted <laughs> the game which is a complete mess will be missed by absolutely no one interestingly after this date the single player campaign will also be unavailable so that yeah. sucks if you're a fan of the game. nobody's a fan of the game nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about the game but it is a worrying thing that they're taking the single player off because mm. even if it is shit like i don't know fair enough that if you're not going to support the online and you take the online part off but you should still be able to play the single player just for game preservation and stuff like that, that's them removing that. Yeah. But I nobody's going to shed a tear over that shit. Yeah. Do you remember Psychonauts 2? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So developer Double Fine hopes you do too, as they have released a 32-part documentary on the making of the game. Holy shit. All episodes are available on the Double Fine YouTube account, ranging from 20 minutes to an hour per episode. Wow. So if you've got lots of time on your hands, then... <laughs> I like watching this sort of thing, so but fuck that. Uh, 20 minutes? That's a long fucking time. There's no need for that. No. 32 parts. Get an editor in there, get it down to four hours, over five episodes, and come back and we'll talk. <laughs> 32 parts. Somebody's thought sure that's, that's a good long, idea. That's longer than the game itself. Like, <laughs> Aye, it will be, aye. Uh, even if it was... You just said it's 20 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Even if it was just, say, 20 minutes at 32 episodes, that's 10 hours. That's insane. And some of the episodes are definitely an hour long. That's mental. Yeah, that's too much. How can there be that much to say? <laughs> About that game. <laughs> Episode 3 is day 3 of development. Fucking <laughs> hell, eh? Well, there's Jacob and Ivan. Are you literally, it's literally just a live stream of them making the fucking thing. <laughs> sounds it. Here they are, all parking in the car park this morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, EA are making waves ahead of their first post-FIFA football game. The publisher is apparently close to netting a £500 million deal with the Premier League for rights to the competition and teams within. This is more than double the previous deal. Just the Premier League making more money. All the money. What does this mean, sorry? So it's 500 they've bid, or I don't think it's a bid, they've just, they're basically offering the Premier League £500 million for the rights to the Premier League. So, because EA isn't going to be FIFA anymore, it's going to be EA Sports, FC, football, or whatever the fuck they're calling it, uh, they have to then reacquire the rights. And so, before, when it was fee- under FIFA, they were getting it for like £200 million, but now they're going to have, they're offering £500 million for the rights to, to do it. It's well, a lot of the money, of but money they need it. The fucking ultimate team will Aye. be fine. Yeah. Assholes. And that's the thing, like, they can't really... I mean, see if they went in first year under the new name and they didn't have the Premier League license. That's a killer, man. They have to have it. They've they've almost. They can't even not have it now. No. I mean, can a Pro Evo, whatever the fuck you call it, shite. R.I.P. Pez. Aye, (laughs) R.I.P. Pez. Because you're used to that, not having the licenses, because you can almost forgive it, but FIFA's always had it. So for it not to have it, it would just be like, what the fuck's going on here and people wouldn't be able Aye. to accept it and it would come in right as after the name change it would be like oh this is an inferior product Aye, now Aye, that it's 100%. not FIFA Aye. if anything they need it to be more authentic yeah yes definitely Aye. and the Premier League will know this and have went 
Keep raising your bid. Keep keep it coming up. Come on. Yep. How much Premier you got? League needs way more money. Oh, they do. Oh, right. They're absolutely fucking. They're fucking skint. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Leeds have got players turning up from Juventus, and fucking Wolves have got players turning up for PSG. Like, what the fuck's going on? It's insane. And in more crazy sales news, publisher Take Two announced in a recent earnings call that GTA 5 has surpassed 175 million sold. Also impressive was that Rockstar's Wild West offering Red Dead Redemption 2 has surpassed 50 million as well. This came amid news that they are reducing financial guidance for the quarter because of games like Midnight Suns, PGA Tour and new tales from the Borderlands underperforming. 175 fucking million. So it's sold more than the Switch. Switch. <laughs> By a lot. Fucking hell. That's so much. I know that every day, I don't know anyone that's only bought it once, <laughs> I don't think. I so guess. fair fucks, but mm. still, man, 175 million. It's mental, it's a phenomenon, isn't it? I mean, just like we are saying with the PlayStation, sorry, the Switch, can they get to 155 to overtake the PlayStation 2? See, if you were a rock star, you'd be like, I'd love to get to 200 million. Well, 238 is Minecraft, so that's their target. I mean, what I feel as if that's slowing down now, though, GTA, surely. Yeah, what do they do to squeeze more than, I know, know it's slowing down. It's been on sale, it's it's fucking everywhere. Like, how else do they... GTA VR. But I mean, that's not going to properly do no. it because because if they put it out like PlayStation VR two, that's going to sell them a, a million headsets. So that's yeah, not necessarily no. going to help them. Mm-hmm. But I have played GTA in VR and it's fucking phenomenal. So they should do that anyway, just for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, you've got to imagine it's starting to peter out now. Yeah. It's still in the top ten every week right, for game sale. In a few years, game sold. Hopefully, we'll have the new one, which would then you'd surely see that that one start right. to. Cannibalise obscurity, probably not though. Yeah, if I was them, I would consider it a success. Yes, <laughs> right before shit. GTA Six comes out, I'd be like, "It's now a pound. Let's get to two hundred million." <laughs> do you <laughs> know what I mean? Just if it, just for digital, like just like, let's fucking do it. I think if they did a campaign to try and overtake Minecraft, folk would once again buy it to try and support it. Possibly, right. I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad shout. You could head that campaign. Right, well, I need a cut from doing that. Uh, Dead Island 2 has gone gold and also moved up a week. And a canny move publisher, D- Deep Silver, has switched the release date from April 21st, no, sorry, to April 21st, which avoids it going head to head with Star Wars Jedi Survivor and what would likely be a very brand on brand massacre. Yes, it was set to come out the same day as Jedi Survivor, which is a fucking dreadful move mm-hmm. so they've moved it forward a week which will help maybe if it's a good game which it looks like it is but by all accounts shouldn't be <laughs> next up activision blizzard ceo bobby kotick has accused sony of quote trying to sabotage microsoft's 69 billion acquisition of the company and claims that playstation boss jim ryan has stopped talking to both parties involved i mean He's the head of Sony. Obviously, he's trying to fucking sabotage it. Like, what, what's the guy talking about? He's he's literally sitting there going, I can't believe he's trying to stop this deal. I, obviously, he's trying to stop the deal. Why the fuck would he not be? The interesting part is, though, that clearly the head of Activision is fucking fuming because he's not happy about it. 
and like I remember speaking to this before, but like if this deal doesn't go through, it might even be worse for PlayStation. Like PlayStation have the marketing rights for Call of Duty just now, and they get like maps early and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. See if this deal doesn't go through, Microsoft could just go right. Well, let's take that sixty nine billion. We'll give five billion to Activision so that we've got the rights now and we get the map packs early and we've got the marketing and then they could go and buy like four other studios and they would almost basically have Call of Duty without having to deal with this FTC shite and they would also be able to hoover up a bunch of other companies like I I don't know I think they need to be fucking careful I still think the deal is going to go through there's too much money involved but if it doesn't I would be worried about Microsoft lashing out Mm. big time and it sounds like Activision are pissed off and all. Yeah, a story that keeps on giving. And lastly, if you live in the US and have PS Plus Premium for some reason, you can grab a three-hour trial of God of War Ragnarok. No word yet why this isn't available in other regions, so... Might happen. We'll see. Yeah, it'll probably be added soon. It's like a three-hour trial, so that's pretty good if you haven't played Ragnarok and you have PS Plus Premium as a reason to use it for once. That's all for this week's news. Good. Okay, it's time to give you the spoiler warning because we're now going to talk about The Last of Us, episode 5, so if you have not yet watched it and you've had extra time this week, has to be said, because it did release early, um, then yeah, you can switch off now and we'll see you next week, but if you want to stay tuned, we're going to talk about Endure and Survive, episode 5. Not rhymes. Endure and Survive, episode 5. It sounds like you're the bingo. Yeah, so that was from, like the com, like that's a quote from the comic book that's referenced in both the game and the, yeah. and the story. Savage Starlight. Yeah, so this episode is kind of focused on the story of the brothers Henry and Sam, and it adds a significant amount of new narrative, I would say, than what mm-hmm. we're we know of in the games. Mm-hmm. Um. The continuing theme of what keeps us going when all is lost is explored once more and thrown into the context of how our own selfish actions impact the wider community around us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would say like it's kind of essentially a side story, but I don't know this. It just it's this story seems to have a greater impact on Joel and Ellie as well mm-hmm. um, as it as it plays out. So yeah, mm-hmm. what did we think? It is another one of these episodes where... So in The Last of Us, there is a bunch of... They do a good job in the game of... You play through the game, Joel and Ellie, but there's these side characters you meet and they come and they go. And so what they've done in the show is, like with Bill, they made that an episode. Mm -hmm. And so with Sam and Henry, they've made that an episode. And like, I don't know, I wonder... I loved it. I fucking loved it. This might have been my favourite episode yet, but I wonder how new fans are taken to it because that's the second time now that they've built an episode around two new characters coming in and then fucked them off at the end. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how many times are you going to do this? But it has an effect on the main characters. Like, it's a way of hardening. Yeah. Because Ellie obviously bonded with Sam and then he's... He dies at the end, so it's a way of hardening her to, to the world. And I loved in. that at the end when she just put that down. I'm sorry, and then she was like, "Come on, go." And it was her saying, like it was almost like right, you would go. expect that to be Joel going, "Right, mon." But it was almost like Joel was trying to mourn, and she was like, "We've got shit to do here." Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really poignant that it was her doing that, which was uh, cool. Because I feel like, because he's 
he's look like he's in the world he's just trying to survive so he's not the type of person if he was on his own he would he wouldn't have dug graves for them no if that was just no him. no definitely so he's, not. he's doing that for her yeah that's for her benefit that he's digging those graves so that's why he's kind of like ah, she's a bit like let's just fucking go and he's kind of going like kind of almost thinking about the situation because he's like I've just dug these fucking graves and it's for her but she doesn't seem to be affected but she always is affected yeah of course it's just how she's dealing with it yeah I mean, she's not going to cry it's her like shoulder. at the same time that he's softening she's hardening aye a wee bit yeah yeah so let's kind of just focus on the kind of characters of Henry and Sam so the kind of key change I guess to the character Sam is that he's deaf in, mm-hmm. the, in the show which wasn't in the, the game and they kind of communicate also by sign language as well as this magically reusable writing pad yeah. that he's mm-hmm. always got on him. I like that change a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why it was done, but I, like I really liked it. But I, mean, I think we're like 10 minutes in and I said to Jess, I was like, because obviously they, they have been changing stuff and I'm like, mm-hmm. I swear to God, if I have to see this wee deaf boy die, <laughs> I'm like, they can't do this. Uh, like, change it, change it. There was a bit like, see where, oh, so obviously he's deaf, right? Yep. And then when uh, I think he, or he's faking it, he I don't know. Uh, uh, Kevin Woodward who plays him in real life is actually as deaf, right? Maybe we feel, um, we feel like a dick. So <laughs> it's different. It's different in the game because in the game he just it's the he gets surprised in the morning that he's been mm-hmm. bit, but in the the show he shows early. Yes, and then he kind of like obviously he's scared and he asks her something like, uh, "Do you think like when you become a monster or whatever you're still?" in there mm-hmm. so if you, do you still are you a monster like, and you just but you're you in your still... head and you can't do fuck all about it Aye. and then and when he turns in the morning she wakes up and sees him looking out the window and she she says like morning or whatever but, and then forgets that he's deaf mm-hmm. but you kind of clock that like I clocked the fact that like they kind of made it look as if she's asking him uh, is he there and he can't hear her still so he is still like that kind of you could kind of interpret that in a way that he is still. Oh yeah. I know like hearing is a physical thing; it's not like a mental thing. But you but could it's interpret like that was it, still in him. Ah, you could interpret it in a way that he's that's still Sam because he can't hear kind of thing. And then that's yeah. that's that's what I took from it. But then I kind of when I was thinking about it more, I was like, but hearing loss is a physical thing. So if he was deaf, he would probably still be deaf if he was taken over. Yeah. But that's I, a, I, I like think that's a cool think, touch. Though. I I like to think about it in the way that the way they were probably trying to do it, mm-hmm. and, and why he was like sat up and why he did tell her he was bit, rather than just coming out storming at the room, was so they could kind of get that kind of like emotional kind of tie of maybe you are still there for a wee bit, soon after you turn, and maybe you slowly fade away. Obviously, but yeah. maybe maybe at the start you are kind of still there and you're just like fuck. I'm. You can't control it. You can't control it. Eh? Another kind of query I had around that sort of moment as well. So Ellie, after she finds out that he's been bitten, um, says like, communicates to him to say like, I've got good blood, like I can mm. help you. Now, do you think she genuinely thought she could help by what I she did? did? The, way, the way she was or acting, I thought maybe. do you think she was just, this will make you trying feel to better for the last Aye. wee while before you turn? I thought that bit was sad as fuck, actually. Oh, it was. I, I was wailing up at that bit when she put the blood on yeah. him. But the way she'd done it, I don't know, I was looking more for like, because after she'd done it and then she, she hugged him, mm. I was more looking for a reaction from her to kind of like, to signify to us that she knew yeah. that wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. Like maybe like more of a kind of like, 
Oh, fuck. But there wasn't a lot of reaction from him. It was more just a hug to comfort, comfort him. Mm-hmm. So I kind of took for that that she kind of thought maybe this will help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I definitely thought that she thought it might help. Yeah. Because if she didn't, she's not... I mean, I know she tried to stay awake and then fell asleep, but she's not going to just stay in that room alone with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good show. Uh, she did not think he'd turned by the morning. Mm-hmm. And she knows that they turn pretty quickly. So I, I think she was sort of getting ahead of her station. Like, you, I, in the first episode, she's in the room when she's when they're talking about how special she is. Mm. And I think she sort of thought, I'm fucking special. I bet I can... Aye, this I bet is all I it can, takes. My blood is literally yeah. the cure. Rather, you need to synthesise a cure from her blood. Aye. She doesn't know that, probably. And I, I think it was quite a good way of showing, oh, yeah, she is still a child. Yeah. Like she does still naive. She uh, she does think that she can just fucking slap do some the, blood do the on blood somebody. Brother's trick. Aye. Yeah. And Big Brother Henry refers to himself as the most wanted man in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And do you think he was as bad as I don't know, as sort of portrayed by Kathleen and by what we're aware of. He did. I didn't really see him as being... No, I don't think he is bad, but the problem is that the person that's in charge wants him dead more than anyone else. So that instantly makes him, whether he's good or bad, if she wants him dead, he is the most wanted man in Kansas City. And obviously... He basically handed over her brother. Yeah. He's a collaborator, isn't he? And so from that point of view, like you can almost... This is what I love about the show and I'm, I'm not saying it's the first show to do this by any means but they do it particularly well is that no one is good and no one is bad there's I've just got their means of, of why they're having to do what they're doing yeah because I mean right up I mean we're just going to call her Rose because she's Rose from Two and a Half Men Kathleen right, Kathleen the whole most of the way through I was like she's just a fucking prick and there's no redeeming qualities, you know what I mean? But then once she found out that, I was like, I can see why she wants him dead. Oh, exactly. I thought it was a bit hard. I thought she went a bit overboard when she was like, no, the kid's dying as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that was a bit out of order. Yeah. She does. But, um, but yeah, you could almost then see her point as well. Like why she had went on this fucking rampage. Mm. I think like Henry says to Joel that he's never like that time that he points a gun at Joel's basically the first time he's done anything like that. Yeah. So I think maybe in his his head he's obviously not done something very nice because he's handed over that Kathleen's brother, but yeah. he's done it so he can keep Sam alive. Yeah. Because he needed to get the medication that only Fedra had. And that's so, the thing you would do the same in that situation. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just like a, what would you do to keep like in your world. Sam is the most important thing. Yep. Obviously, to Kathleen, it's just she, he's just another kid. Aye. But to Henry, he's the most important thing in his world. So he's going to do anything he can to obviously help him, keep him, keep him alive, isn't he? Definitely. No, it makes sense. Yeah. And the other new character that we saw, or I don't know if you call it a character, but we got our first appearance of a bloater. Oh fucking hell, man! I thought that was so it's, well done. I know. Yeah. Obviously, a different setting. We spoke about it before, like it was in the in the basketball court before, whereas this one was yeah. done outdoor. But it made sense in the context of what, how they've changed the world because in the TV show we know all about the sort of growth under the underneath with the ten the tendrils they call it, mm-hmm. uh, and so it makes sense that that's where they would come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought that change made sense, yeah. and fuck me, see when they all just started pouring out of that hole. 
and then oh. that big fucker came out. It was oh, you it heard it, brutal you heard as it, well. And then you knew exactly what it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, we knew exactly what it was. And but, oh, sorry, Anigo. Just going to say that that neighbourhood that they were in, obviously it was very reminiscent of the kind of sniper section yeah. in oh, the game. They had to make that totally But they made scratch. the whole thing. It took yeah. them a month to make that whole neighbourhood. Jesus. Which is no. mad. Because like, they, like, they were like, they were scouting places in like Kansas and stuff, but they wanted that specific. They wanted it to look exactly like the yeah, game. Yeah, so much. the main house with the sniper is got to be here. This has got to be there. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. So they ended up just building it. Amazing. Built it, yeah. yeah, sure. See that uh, when uh, Ellie went in the car and that fucking wee lassie. Oh. And, she's and it just thought it was just crawling in, and in, it was almost like a just spider over yes. the fucking seat and that I was like, oh, yeah, so fucking hell. She's, horrible. She's a nine-year-old gymnast slash contortionist. Yeah. Which, oh, really? Yeah. Aye, aye. That's cool. Yeah. That's was, really cool. So she did real. an excellent fucking job. Yes. And I think amazing. like that's the thing that's bringing this to life so well is the fact that they are doing all these effects practically, mm-hmm. and like she actually like that as an actual person with makeup on and. Yeah. So fucking coolly done. It really was. Yeah. I thought even the way the bloater moved and reacted, and it was aye, oh, and the, and really the, cool. They kind of showed that pretty much a bloater is invincible in this world. Yeah. Mm. The fourth in, stage of infection. Aye, in the game you can obviously take them you, down. You have to be able to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I suppose you could do it in a way that you can, but the, you, you do eventually you're able to kill a bloater with a bit of fucking hard work mm. but in this world it looks as if like that guy was putting a fucking bit three clips into it Aye. and it done nothing yeah. and so, then it was that signature head rip move yeah. wasn't it Aye. <laughs> if the bloater gets you in the game that's what it, that's one of the, the cutscenes in it and I thought it was really cool how they shot it when it was slightly out of focus mm-hmm. and you, you, you knew that guy got his head ripped off oh yeah, yeah but they just took it slightly out of focus just to take the sort of visceral nature of it down just a tad. Uh, really? Apparently, they wanted them. Uh, Neil Druckmann wanted it to be a ripped in half. Ah. And they they done that. They done it like where I came in and done the CGI to do that. But apparently, it was just a bit much. Right. And then when you people don't actually rip in half. Yeah, I <laughs> true. <laughs> you know I mean? so Whereas you can rip somebody's head off. Exactly, you could. Aye. And yeah, also the little girl kills Kathleen as well which is a yeah. nice little kind of round circle after what I thought it was did. cool I thought it was yeah. cool that it was a kid that did it yeah uh-huh. yeah some fucking pounds on the kid as well just like a fucking cat yeah. man uh-huh. get that thing in a lead and take it with you uh, I like this I like this bit in the game yeah the sniping but um, obviously they've had to do it a wee bit different because uh I mean, in the the show, it's an old guy that's like, and I fucking, I was like, Joel goes up, and you could tell he didn't want to kill the old guy. I like that. Gave touch. him the opportunity. He was like, right, "Listen, just don't make me do it." the gun, stay up here for an hour. That's all you need to do. And then you could see the old guy starting to fucking move, and he's like, "Don't do it, don't do it." And he had to fucking kill him because he fucking tried to yeah. turn around and shoot him. But the old guy's ancient. I mean, I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> Surely you knew you were going to get killed. Nah. You know, I just, uh, it really annoyed me that bit. Not, not that I didn't like it, but just that the old guy annoyed me that he, he'd done that. But see, obviously in hindsight, like, he was one of Kathleen's lookouts. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't done it, if he'd let him go and she turned up and he was sitting there without a gun, mm-hmm. what would she have done to him? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I 
And Rob's just like, yes, sniper acquired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another fucking brilliant episode, though. I thought it was absolutely yeah, brilliant. Full of emotion, full of, yeah, more kind of twists, mm. more... I think, in depth of the world, it just yeah. I think with the game, this the um, the Henry and Sam part is always one of my favourite bits of the game, and so because of that, I I it's brutal, <laughs> like, but like I don't know, it was like it's one of my most memorable bits, and yeah. so I think, and obviously the first appearance of like a bloater and stuff like that, I think, yeah, I think it's probably my favourite yeah, episode a yet. Bit of action at the end, yeah. When, like you say, when the when the ground when that vehicle goes down. And then into the that was house. a really cool way of starting it as well. Aye, and everybody's like, what the fuck's going on there? And it's like, obviously you realise it's because they're all fucking under there. And then they all come up, and they come up like such a ferocious fuck. I didn't expect them to come up as su- like with such a speed mm. and as such yeah. like ferocity, you know what I mean? It was like fucking hell. And you can just imagine being in that situation and being like, fuck! And Aye. just like being totally overrun to and, and, and just be fucked with, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, cool. it was really cool. I thought it was cool as well, like so... Again, it's been a few years since I played the game. I've played it a couple of times, one of my favourite games ever, but I, there's bits and pieces I don't remember from it. I don't remember, and it probably has been done in the comics or something like that, but I don't remember the origin of the bloaters being explained. But I like how, not that they've went out their way to do it, but it's a lot easier to connect the dots now. Like, with them being underground for so long, you can understand that that's probably what produced the bloater. Like, being underground and being... Like, I don't know, those sort of tendrils underground and everyone being packed in, that that's maybe how one has mutated and then they, that's how they've managed to push through mm. because that one is so strong. Like, I like that. I don't know. I mean, you're having to make the leap and having to connect the dots, but I quite like how they connect in your head, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but aye, everything about it, so cool. So fucking cool. Higher or lower? Higher. It's my highest, mm. highest rated so far for me. Higher again. Yeah, I really like this episode. Same, same, same. So yeah, we will obviously follow up next week's episode. I feel like, I don't know, first, I mean, is that us more than halfway through? How many? Four left. Yeah, we're getting there. It could be sad when it finishes. I know. But we'll get more. That is true. Hopefully it just doesn't take too long. I know. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. But yeah, no, brilliant. Looking forward to next week. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's all for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed listening. And yeah, see you next week. Ta-ti-bye.